Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 20th day of June, 2023. I've been absent for a couple days. I would like to convince you that this is my full-time endeavor. But alas, I have other things on my plate, and they are out of control about now. This might be a good time to mention that I do have a Patreon page if you like listening to this program. It is quite easy to think that current tensions between Islam and Christianity is a recent invention. Nothing would be further from the truth. Islam dates from roughly the 7th century and almost immediately began to engage any group who opposed them or were in their path. The idea of convert or die was present from the beginning. From the 1500s and continuously for the next 200 to 250 years, pirates from the African coast raged a war on the European coast from Italy, maybe as far north and west as Iceland, capturing infidels and enslaving them as rowers on their ships, laborers, or sex slaves in their harems. One of the ways to escape was to convert to Islam. In 1631, they raid the Irish village of Baltimore on the southwest coast and take as many as 250 captives. Only two were believed to have escaped. Some accounts believe the raid may have been aided by local factions intent on revenge. Not related while sounding so, Cecil Calvert is granted rights to the Chesapeake Bay area of the New World in 1632. His father had been a governor of Newfoundland but when the settlement collapsed, the Calverts returned to England. Shortly after, Cecil was made Lord Baltimore. He sought a charter for the mid-Atlantic coast, especially to establish religious freedom from the Church of England for Catholics. The initial charter is signed on this day. Like many documents, it had issues as settlers from the Virginia colony had already moved into regions granted to Calvert. And there will be questions with the Penn colony. The original description set the northern boundary at 40 degrees north, or roughly 20 miles further north than the present-day Mason-Dixon line. The new colony set out to tolerate any religion that believed in the Holy Trinity. The biggest exclusion at the time would have been Jews and a few more isolated groups across Europe. It should be noted that this remains the single litmus test across much of Christendom. Lord Baltimore never visited the colony, but did make his brother governor. The young nation was having issues in the period after the Revolutionary War. In 1787, they are meeting in Philadelphia. The goal of some, and the eventual outcome, is to scrap the Articles of Confederation and form a completely new government. On this day, Oliver Ellsworth, a delegate from Connecticut, moves that the government be called the United States. Ellsworth will go on to hold office in the new government and receive a few electoral votes for president in the 1796 election. The first steam-powered vessel crosses the Atlantic in 1819, arriving in Liverpool on this date. The SS Savannah was a hybrid vessel that used a steam-powered paddle wheel or sails for propulsion. The trip was mostly under sail. Victoria becomes Queen of England in 1837. She was 18 at the time and will reign for 63 years. Samuel F.B. Morris receives a patent for the telegraph in 1840. The state of Virginia covered a large land area and diverse cultures. 
Even prior to the Civil War, the plantation culture of the East was at odds with the western portion of the state, which was more mountainous and given to smaller farms. The East had a large slave population, and the West was quite low. Since the representation formula included the slaves, the East had more control in the legislature. When the Civil War broke out, the West remained largely loyal to the Union. In 1863, the breakaway West Virginia is admitted to the Union as the 35th state. Since there was a small slave population, this was out of the scope of the Emancipation Proclamation, and the idea was they would gradually free slaves in the state. That plan is worth a look. It had merit. Children born after a certain date were free. Children less than 10 years old would be free at the age of 21. Older than 10 at the age of 25. Slaves over the age of 25 would not be granted freedom. That was the one weakness. The plan would have been more workable if they would have been granted freedom at some point in the future. There was a possibility that their children could have purchased their freedom if terms could be arranged. The first commercial telephone system goes into service in Hamilton, Ontario in 1877. Folk musician turned high school teacher James Morris thought it might be fun and helpful to write songs about historical events to help his students learn. Maybe the most well-known was the song that has become a classic, The Battle of New Orleans. But there were others like Tennessee Stud and Johnny Reb. In fact, over 300 of his songs have been recorded, and the consensus is he wrote over 6,000. Morris was born on this day in 1907. In later life, he legally changed his name to Johnny Driftwood. The NAACP, or the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, is incorporated in 1911. Some have advocated that the present organization is only for the advancement of leftist colored people. That the organization's rabid association with the Democrat Party is little more than keeping the population on the plantation. The devotion to the benevolent government as the source of salvation is in fact counterproductive. Any colored person who has bucked that plan and through work and education raised their place in society has betrayed the culture. Detroit hosts a race riot in 1943. As with all such events, it was a mixture of fact, half-truths, and outright rumors in a volatile environment. There was a white segment, a black segment, a recent influx of both blacks and whites from the South, and a population of European immigrants. The one fact that should never be overlooked is no subtle group wants to feel they are being infringed upon or overrun. It would be a difficult situation to have a settled group of whites and a large influx of southern whites, let alone maybe as many as five ethnic groups in the mix. The grossly lopsided naval air battle, officially known as the Battle of the Philippine Sea, ends in 1944. The common name is the Great Marianas Turkey Shoot. The entire Pacific War was lopsided. The Secretary of State approves bringing Werner von Braun and his team of German rocket scientists to the U.S. in 1945. Von Braun was key to Nazi development of rocketry. He wanted his work and files to be captured by the U.S. rather than the Russians. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is 81, Canadian singer Ann Murray 78, television handyman Bob Vila is 77, 
while singer and songwriter Lionel Richie is 74. Ed Sullivan premieres on CBS television, hosting The Toast of the Town in 1948. William Hanna and Joseph Barbera win an Emmy Award in 1960 for The Huckleberry Hound Show. The Washington to Moscow hotline, often pictured as the Red Telephone, is established in 1963. In fact, it was never an actual telephone. President Nixon was a bit paranoid and installed a recording system in the Oval Office. He might have come to regret that. In 1972, Congress and the media is in arms that 18 and a half minutes are missing. The Steven Spielberg-directed film Jaws becomes the highest-grossing film at the time in 1975. This is recognized as the first summer blockbuster film. Twenty years ago, the Wikimedia Foundation is incorporated as a 501c3 not-for-profit organization. The late news this morning is Hunter Biden gets off with what amounts to a parking ticket. Hopefully the investigation does not end. Folks, there are two levels of justice in this country depending on your politics. If you're a leftist, you can do anything at the top level. That very fact suggests corruption. That's history and comment for the 20th day of June. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.